everyone <laughs> to episode 61 61 i thought it was 62 no this is 61 oh uh of the baby mamas it has been forever we're sorry no i'm not sorry <laughs> I, I mean am. i'm sorry but also we just couldn't make it happen we can't just like start something get people engaged with our life and then just peace out you have to feel sorry well i feel sorry but i also don't believe that there was much we could have done about it is that fair yeah i guess so but that doesn't mean that you aren't sorry okay mm-hmm. i'm uh i'm currently folding laundry <laughs> because mm-hmm. this is our life it is non-stop from morning to night yeah every so every single day we last left you when we were living in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and Jackie, Couldn't we had, walk. yeah, we gave you a rundown on what happened after the birth, Jackie not being able to walk, the nerve damage, and feeling generally overwhelmed and just sort of like, what the fuck? Reeling. Reeling. We were totally reeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now, how would you characterize us? <laughs> we are... In a place of redundancy, like I don't think that's the word you want. I don't think that it is. I feel like every day it's like wake up this time, breakfast, go to work, come home, dinner, put the kids in the bath, go to bed, get out of here, or get out of like putting them to sleep, and then watch something, talk, bed. How is that redundant though? Because it's just, we're just in this, like, repetition thing. Like, every day is kind of the same. We're in a routine. Yes. Redundant is not Routine's redundant. No. Yeah, the same thing over and over again. That's not what redundant means. What does redundant mean? Ugh. Hey, Siri. No. Or someone else's, uh, what do you call it? Hey, Alexa, what is the meaning of redundant? redundancy a form of dismissal from your job nope <laughs> nope that's not what i'm asking about <laughs> this is great this not is great or no longer needed or useful superfluous okay yeah see i'm, I'm right. wrong yeah <laughs> yep okay i'm glad you can admit, admit that that was very anyway Okay, so let's first of all touch base with how things are going with your health. Um, physically, I'm doing much better. I'm s- sort of, I feel like now I'm in the place where most women are at like two months maybe. Where like my body has sort of, is like okay after the labor and delivery and stuff. Um, and my legs, like 
I can walk, everything is fine, but I still have a lot of strength to gain back and I have some baby weight to deal with. Um, so I feel like it's still a bit of a long road to get back to where I was before I got pregnant, but I can walk, man, so <laughs> that's great. I'm not going to physio anymore, I don't really have any pelvic floor issues, I'm basically a functioning human in, in the physical sense. Um, I'm still trying to cope with postpartum depression. Yeah, so we tried to record an episode right after we moved here. <laughs> And I was trying to, like, dig into Jackie's postpartum, and she was just putting up all sorts of roadblocks and kept trying to change the conversation. And I was like, well, this is a really boring podcast if we're not going to talk about what's happening right now. So we ended up, like, turfing it and then haven't really been able to come back to it. Yeah, I just wasn't in a good headspace at that point. Like, I was really not doing well, and I didn't want to talk about it anymore because I felt like that's all we had, all we ever did was talk about it. And it was essentially just you you asking me questions and me giving you, like, no, yes. I was, like, monosyllabic and dead inside, which is kind of how I felt then. Um, I'm on medication for depression and anxiety. Um, and that's semi-helpful. I haven't quite reached the dose I need, I guess. Um, I Because we moved, I went from being in one health authority to another, so that's taking, that's a bit of a lag between, like, in, in my treatment, I guess, because I had a bit of counseling, but then it was just too hard to go to the counselor at the hospital near where I used to live from where we now live. Um, so I have a counseling appointment this upcoming week, and then I see a psychiatrist the following week. So I'm on the mend, I guess. Um, Do you feel like you're coming out of the darkness? Yeah, I do. I mean, I still have a. I st- feel like I still have a ways to go, um, but I can definitely see the light now. I'm not feeling like as negative, or. I think the overarching thing for me was like not feeling like myself, which I. Still don't totally feel like myself. Um, I don't know if I seem like myself. What do you think? it's not that you're not like yourself it's more like you aren't engaging in the stuff that you used to engage in and doing things that the use that you used to do as frequently so what do you mean like what kind of things cleaning organizing um yoga that has to do with the children being like the biggest drain on my time and energy yeah, so I don't know if that's yeah it's depression hard. or if it's, like, two kids and that's just the way it is now. Hmm. I'm definitely not very social, and I've become a lot more of a homebody than I used to be. But that could be moving and having two kids. I know, I know, but it definitely doesn't help my mental state. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, really what I want to do is just, like, be home. It's some days it's really hard to make myself leave, even though it's just way better for the kids if we do. Yeah, totally. Um, what would you say was the worst part? Like, what was their darkest? Uh, I think right after we moved was really hard. Because on top of all the other emotional stuff I was dealing with, um, 
our house was just chaos Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel capable of dealing with any of it. If it weren't for my sister, we wouldn't, I don't even know how we would have like become like a functional unit. Yeah. So we moved from an 1100 square foot apartment in downtown Vancouver to our first purchased home. Yes. Our first purchased home in very, very exciting, a city called Port Moody, which is like 45 minutes away from Vancouver well an hour because traffic well yeah um into like an 850 square foot apartment so we had to pare down a lot the move was when silas was three months old no two two may june july august he wasn't three months yet though okay well he was still tiny so we just decided to go full force and we like bought or we rented boxes we paid for movers and we paid for cleaners Mm mm-hmm and then it was still a fuck ton of work though (laughs) it was it was really brutal and we still aren't organized we've been here since august we're finally starting to tackle it though which is good like i feel a lot better i feel like it took a really long time because angie was off work with me um it took a really long time for me to like acclimate to being by myself with the kids um to getting used to like doing the laundry regularly and making dinners and making sure I was always like packing food for the kids. Like there was just so many things, so many big lifestyle changes. I think that, um, that sort of was the focus. And now it's like, okay, now we really need to like, we put in closet organizers, which was quite a to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and we're like, I've, uh, decided that I need to Marie Kondo my life. So, (laughs) Even though we haven't podcasted, we've had time to watch Marie Kondo. Or what's it called? Tidying Up? hmm Yeah. hmm So that's been hard. And I think that that had a huge impact on your mental health. Because normally, if you were in 100% Jackie mode, you would have been, like, organizing. This goes here. This goes here. We're oh going to get we, this. When we move, we are unpacked the day we move in, pretty much. And I know I, like, take the lead and organize everything. And I didn't do any of it. So that was the other thing is that, like, not only was it not, like, again, so thankful that my sister was able to help, but... We and had so many people help. Like so your, many, Your yeah. mom, my dad came up to help take a load over, and yeah. Yeah, but it was, like, not... It didn't feel like my house, and then everything was in different, like... Yeah, it just took a really long time to sort of feel comfortable here, and I think... Because I always, like, cleaning has been, like, a big coping strategy for me, I think, in life. And it, this came up, because um, just this past weekend, Angie and I have decided to go see a couples counselor, just because, um, don't worry, guys, we're okay. We're going to be okay. <laughs> um, but we've just, I mean, it's been a lot. We've had a lot of extra pressure and stress on our relationship, and it just, we're having some communication issues that I think are stemming from just the circumstantial stressors placing more distance between us. Yeah. Anyway, um, and it was when she was asking me all these questions about, like, how I usually cope and what I'm doing now and that kind of stuff that I was like, oh, wow, yeah, like, it was so hard after... That was, like, a big part of why it was so hard is that I couldn't walk, so I couldn't... Like, the two things I usually do to deal with stress are clean and yoga. (laughs) I couldn't do either of them, so... um, I've tended more towards escapism 
I think, since he was born. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be sleeping or watching something, binge-watching something. Or and like, then that reading or... Like, know. compounds the issue because you come out of your escapism and... Everything still sucks. Everything's still <laughs> terrible. So goodbye again. Mm-hmm. And then I get frustrated because you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole thing. So, yeah, we finally found a counselor. It took us a while just to figure out, like, we need regular childcare if we're going to go to counseling regularly. And it needs to be on a weekend because I work 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. And I'm not, even though counseling is important, seeing my kids at the end of the day is also really important to me. Like, I find it very difficult to not see them yeah all day well it's not just that it's hard for you it's really hard for sterling like silas can handle it he's Mm -hmm. got me but sterling doesn't do well she doesn't see you all day it's tough yeah she's she's doing a lot better i think she's like totally acclimated to having a brother and like not a brother having a younger sibling i should say Mm -hmm. um and she's just kind of thriving right now i think She's just, she's very impressive, that kid. <laughs> she's potty trained herself, pretty much. Yeah. If she didn't take the lead on that, she would still be in diapers because it was something that we kind of were like, okay, she seems like she's interested in going on the toilet. But Jackie and I are just so frazzled that we couldn't be consistent about it. We'd be like, okay, let's just like, we'll put her in no underwear and, or no uh, diaper today. And then we would forget and she'd just pee. Mm-hmm. And then... It, we, we were just so all over the place. Like, one day she'd be wearing a diaper because we were out for the whole day. And then the next day we were home and we'd just take her diaper off and she'd run around naked. Um, and then the day after that, we were, like, half and half. And, it, yeah. But she basically was just like, I don't want to pee in my diaper. I don't want to wear a diaper. Yeah, she started, like, having tantrums about us putting a diaper on her. And finally we were like, okay, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. And I think your sister got us underwear. And maybe my mom did too. And we're just like, all right, let's just start trying this. And it's been like so easy. There's been a couple of accidents, but literally like a couple. Well, no, I would say she's probably had around 20 accidents since we started this in total. But when did we start it? Like months ago. But now she's on her second week of dry pants all day she still wears a diaper at night but she doesn't even nap in them Mm -hmm. like she's and she's not she's never had an accident with pooping like oh yeah she's been super consistent for a long time yeah pooping on the toilet i mean the jelly beans she gets afterwards are definitely helping but Mm -hmm. i don't think she would i don't think she would backslide because of that no no anyway Mm -hmm. so we're supposed um, to be talking about men, not the kids. Well, you changed the subject. I know. I'm a good deflector. <laughs> um, we did, I can't remember if we had gotten Silas's tongue tie dealt with. When we last. When we last recorded. Uh, hmm. Uh, Jackie was having some breastfeeding issues. Uh-huh. And we had to get his tongue tie lasers. I feel like we didn't, but I don't want to be repetitive or redundant. Uh-huh, there you go. <laughs> um, 
probably in the description, wouldn't it be? No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He had a tongue tie. We dealt with it. That was difficult, but also maybe better. I don't know. Did you feel like it made a huge difference? It wasn't like, wow, that fixed everything, but it did help. Yeah. It definitely helped. But it made me realize that I think Sterling, well, Sterling definitely has a top lip tie. Mm-hmm. Which, and she has ties like on the side of her top lip which is apparently very uncommon which makes so much sense because I would always be flanging out her lips and then they would just go right back and when I was breastfeeding her and it was so painful the whole time until my like nipples just died that I thought I was doing something wrong Mm -hmm. I thought it was me the whole time I was like I just don't understand how to breastfeed I'm just gonna suffer through this because obviously she's getting enough and I'm just an idiot so I'm just going to keep doing this. But really, if things sh- are not working, keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. I know, but I had people come over. Like our midwife explained it. But you were Our like- friends were like, do this. And I would do it. And she would just pull back and have a shallow latch every time. I'm surprised that they didn't look at her tie. The thing is, like, I think it's, it's sort of an interesting issue because a lot of people are overdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um... I think Silas probably could have gone without it, but it it would have been a lot harder. And I had so many other struggles going on that, like, it just was really stressful for me to try and figure out what was going on and why he wasn't eating properly. And he was eating so much more frequently, but not for very long because he couldn't kind of stay on for long because he was having latch issues. So I think it was the right choice for us, but... um. Yeah, I think it, the thing that you have to do afterwards is really brutal. You you have to make sure that it doesn't heal together. So yeah. three times a day before you feed, three or four. Mm. I think it was at least three. No, it was five. Five. Five times a day, I had to massage his wound, and not massage Two like ooh, wounds. gentle, nice. No, like really hard. Like, but it and he had so he had the top lip and the tongue, so I had to do that. She had to, like, stick her finger in the wound, and it's pretty hard because the dentist yeah. showed us, like, this is how hard like you should push. Finger. yeah. Um, and move it side to side to side to side for... Well, you had to, like, rock back and forth, do circles, and side to side for, like, 30 seconds on each one. And he would scream bloody murder. Oh, my God. I would just cry with him at the beginning, and then, like, I had to do this for four weeks. By the end of it, I was just, like, numb to it and felt like it dead I mean I was already dead inside but (laughs) (laughs) but he was also getting used to it like I remember toward the end you would do it and he would just sort of be like yeah my coworker did that or she got her daughter's lip tie done but she said she couldn't do it she was like we stopped doing that after like three days well it's so hard it is hard but that's like why bother putting him through any pain if you're not going to do the proper aftercare because then it was basically pointless yeah it will heal back together and go back to the way it was mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah your coworker is an idiot <laughs> no i mean it's just i get why they would stop but to me i was like if i'm doing this i'm doing it like no matter how awful it is for everybody involved it's part of the deal mm-hmm. i guess yeah so how are you feeling now in terms of your depression um... on a scale of one to ten ten being I'm probably going to kill myself tomorrow. One being Okay, well, let's just be ecstatic. clear. I have not had any suicidal... I've been asked like a billion times. There's been no suicidal nothing. I don't... Because I know what this is, I feel like 
I know that it's going to be okay eventually. I know I will get through it. Um, and I know it's not my fault now. I mean, I'm doing a lot better now, but um, I still have a lot of, like, not like dark days, but I feel like more often than not, I feel kind of like a shell of a person. And I have a lot of, like, struggles with feeling really disconnected from my body still. And I think a lot of that makes sense. We both actually realized from our sort of, like, beginning intakes with our new counselor that we both have a lot of lingering trauma from my birth. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call mine trauma. You definitely have trauma, but I had... Yeah, you have just, like... I just had feelings left over from it that I didn't expect, like... I was talking about so many different things. My mom, her accident, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then the one thing that I actually felt like maybe I was going to cry was talking about your birth and what happened afterwards. And I was like, oh, this is surprising. Because I thought, like, That's I don't know. Done. It's over. Yeah, it's I over with. That was hard at the time, but it's it's gone now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, yeah, but you didn't actually cry because you're made of stone. Mm, we're just good at controlling it. Slash has been dealing with this kind of issue for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried, but it was about when I was talking about how after Silas was born, I felt like I had lost my connection with Sterling. That was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So, but I but we're back. I think, and she's still. I'm still sort of the taken-for-granted parent, which I think is always the case when you're the at-home one, because I'm never gone. I'm really, really never gone, so. (laughs) Mm. Although Jackie went away last weekend, right? Was it last weekend? The weekend before? No, last weekend. Uh, To go visit her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, when you were gone, she was asking, where's mom and Silas? Multiple times a day. Mm. But then when you actually got back, she didn't seemed to like really bad an eye which I was kind of I don't know that bummed me out she wouldn't even talk to me she was like eh because you guys were reading a book she didn't want me to like interrupt you guys Mm -hmm. I was like okay that sucks because I missed you but I mean toddlers are sociopaths so (laughs) I can't be bummed out by that I know she loves me yeah she does um so anyway yeah where are you in terms of your PPD struggling yeah on a scale of one to ten though why does it have to be on a scale i want it on a scale um so like sorry one is good or bad one is good (laughs) okay so one is like very little depression one is ecstatic ten is death okay well death is the wrong i don't like your scale um i would say i'm at like a Seven. Five. Oh. Seven. Five. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I had, I had a pan- panic attack the night before I was going to see... Oh, I had an intake? Is that what it was? Yeah, I had an intake for, like, the... You should talk about what that weird doctor said to you. Uh, he wasn't a doctor. He was a psych nurse, and... Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, it was really not that big of a deal, but it was sort of awkward. It was He was like a 72-year-old retired but still working psych nurse, this old Chinese dude. He was mostly great, but he didn't seem to have the right vocabulary to talk about a queer couple <laughs> because I said something about how... Because this is an, uh, one of the things that I, I think I'm still de- sort of struggling with is um, sometimes rage, but mostly just like quick to anger, which isn't really like me normally. Um, but I was talking about that and he was like, so you like take on the, the role of the father in your in your house? And I was like, no, I would not put it that <laughs> way at all. And he was like, oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, Because dads are angry? Yeah, I was like, it's, and I'm not even saying that I'm like the disciplinarian. I was just saying that I'm like, I get angry about things that I shouldn't be angry about. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was a bit awkward. Um, there was something else that he said that was a bit like, huh? But I can't remember what it was now. But he made sure to, like, find me a female psychiatrist. And I was like, well, I appreciate that. And he said, oh, it's it's good because she just had a baby, so maybe she'll understand. And I was like, well, more, hopefully she'll understand even, be, like, regardless, because <laughs> she's a, she's a psychiatrist. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't think I'll have to see him ever again, because he's not my caseworker. He was just, mm-hmm. like, filling in a position. Uh, but, yeah, so that was a bit, like... Mm. But yeah, the night before I went in for that, I had a panic attack. And it, I was having, like, such a good day, too. And I was like, what the... Like, where did this come from? It really surprised me. So, that was... And it was, like, right at bedtime, too, which is, you know, kind of the worst time. <laughs> yeah. And was, like, trying to juggle the kids. And I was like, I don't... I, I just, like, came into the bedroom and was like, I think I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> and I like, started, like, crying and I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to have one and, like, be very aware of what's happening. <laughs> it's not usually how it works for me. But, yeah. 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 What do you think? What's your perspective on how far I slash we have come since Silas was born? Um, I feel like lately you are less angry. Yeah, that's true. Um, I also do my best to like not let it out because I know in my head that it's not like warranted. Yeah. yeah. I don't I would I don't agree that you had a hard time adjusting to having both kids on your own though. You don't? No. I cuz you like from day 1 other than the first day which you locked your keys in the car and couldn't leave. <laughs> that was so but after bad. that you were like every day going out Monday we do this, Tuesday we go here, and you have this whole schedule, and I feel like lately something has happened and that has fallen by the wayside, and it's probably, like, weather-related. From us being sick, yeah. And being sick, that that things have gone off. some stuff has stopped being... Well, I think it's a few things. Like, one thing is that it's not as necessary. Like, I don't need to rely on the classes as much to, like, manage the kids. Like, I feel like... Maybe it's because I'm, like, better at dealing with them at home. And also, Sterling doesn't want to leave. Like, she really (laughs) is super into, like, we've reorganized their room and their play area. And so it's, like, a very functional space. It's, like, really good for them. Um, 
and she really enjoys all of like we've gotten her a lot of really enriching things and she's super into puzzles (laughs) so she just wants to sit and do puzzles for a long time and if I'm like I think it's like okay cool if she's doing that and Silas is sleeping then I'm like okay I can do some laundry I'm like doing more stuff around the house now than I used to Mm -hmm. so that I think is part of it um but yeah I totally initially was like if I don't go to these classes there's nothing I know like I don't know what to do I would just sit and just feel overwhelmed and like not know what to do and have so much anxiety about it so now I'm like all right like this is I feel like it's a lot more manageable yeah um and also it's kind of annoying (laughs) the weather's been like okay but it's just I'm tired yeah (laughs) here it's really tired it just started snowing mm-hmm. today, and it's February. It should be getting warmer. It's just getting colder. I think everywhere there's, like, that polar vortex or whatever that's happening. So it was raining and just shitty weather, and now it's snowing, and it's like, well, okay. You can, like, bundle everybody up and go outside and do all that. But if but Sterling's, what gonna, like... What are you going to do with a baby in the snow? Like, really? We tried that today, and he was not very pleased (laughs) he was like what the fuck is this yeah you know so yeah Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's easier to be home and I it's that is part of the struggle for me is that I'm like well I can be because home is like workable I sometimes just like fall back on that and I'm like oh just stay home yeah but not all the time and even though Sterling is like I want to stay home. Mm-hmm. You still sometimes have to be like, no. I know. <laughs> you have to leave. You've been home for two days in a row or whatever. Yeah. Well, and also um, another thing that was like super helpful was that my friend Emily would come over once a week because her son was in preschool in the in Port Moody, but now he's not doing that anymore because she lives in a different city. So that's another thing that's not happening as much. Mm-hmm. So, And we've decided... One thing that was adding to your depression was the fact that because you went on leave so early, you were going to have to go back to work before Silas was one. I was going to have to go back when he was ten and a half months old, which really isn't fair. And it just it made me so deeply sad every time I thought about it. Yeah, so we went on a date. Well, we went out for a drink. <laughs> and Jackie's sister stayed with the kids. And we talked about it, and we were like, just don't go back to work then like take an unpaid leave or whatever and go back after he's one because even though that's going to cost money and it's going to be hard what's money versus emotional necessity yeah you know it'll be better for him it'll be better for you yeah so let's just suck it up and make that work and i i think that's helped that has it's like relieved a lot of pressure the other thing that will help is this is more anxiety is just the daycare situation we don't know where our kids are going to be going when I go back to work or what's happening or what our life is going to be like yet so that's a bit stressful yeah the daycare situation in the lower mainland is terrible not that like the daycares are terrible it's just that there aren't enough so infants and toddlers yeah if you have a three to five year old you're fine but oh my god when you have kids that are little, it is really hard. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that this city specifically had that kind of a waiting list. And I didn't ever, and it, like now that I know, I'm like, it makes so much sense. But it didn't occur to me 
that the spots all fill up in September. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't put the kids on any lists here because the thing is in the lower mainland, it's like, oh, as soon as you're pregnant, start putting their name on a list and you might get in before they're one. Oh no, that's how, that's how it was in Vancouver where we used to live. But apparently that's how it is here too. Really? Well, we can't get into anywhere. Yeah, but that's, I don't think that's the same as, like, I think a a year ahead, you probably have to plan for that kind of stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, so we've been desperately seeking childcare, which sucks because I really wanted to find a place that I fell in love with and was like, oh yeah, they're going to have so much fun here. We can still I do can... that. We can still do that. We just get don't get to start with our first choice place. We have to like wait for it. Right? I guess so. But we, uh, someone, I wrote on this Facebook group um, for like moms in the area. Is anybody no one of any available daycares close to us, blah, blah, blah. And someone wrote to me and was like, oh, I'm going to, what would she be? Like a licensed, not required yeah. person? Kind of like a nanny? No, it's just that you don't need a license if you're just taking on like one other family's kids. Yeah, so it's kind of like a glorified babysitter. It's the same as being a daycare person, Ange. It's just that you don't need a license because you're not taking that many kids. Which is just a babysitter whatever call it whatever you like uh it was in her house with her kid and we went to see it and we were like sorely disappointed I guess although my hopes weren't that high I knew that it probably wasn't going to be great but we had to look into it because she was willing to work around my shift work schedule which is like impossible to find um but yeah the very like first thing was that the tv was on and Essentially, she said that she has it on all day and that she wished her kids would watch it more. (laughs) Which I was like, okay, no. And, like, Sterling wouldn't even talk to her because she was just like, TV. Yeah. Um, And then she also was like, yeah, we go out every day, you know, but not in the rain. Which is, like... 75% of the uh, time? Yeah. Most of the year in Vancouver. (laughs) So what do you do? But she, it doesn't, like, it just didn't seem like it would be... She was nice enough, but... It wasn't right for us. I'm no. looking for something more enriching for my brilliant children who are so advanced. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want it to be, like, a really positive environment for her. And not just, like, someone who's just looking to make some extra cash because they can't afford daycare either. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like totally. Uh. Yeah, so that's the biggest thing that we're dealing with with the kids. I think mm-hmm. also that occasionally Sterling still hits Silas, which like bums me out to no end. Oh, yeah. I think every parent feels like that. I mean, if you don't care about it, then there's something wrong. It's really not as frequent. It's really, really not. But I think it has a lot to do with when she misses a nap. I think when she's oh, tired, she gets yes. aggressive. Yes. That's why when you're like, oh, she does, bedtime's so much easier when she doesn't nap. And I'm like, yeah, but everything else is harder. It's not worth it. And that tells me, too, that she's not ready to not have that nap mm-hmm. if she's acting out because she's tired, right? Like, that's not, that's not fair to do to her because she deserves to feel calm and, like, happy. And that's yeah. not a calm <clears throat> and happy place for her. So when you phone it in a little bit and are like, oh, she didn't go to sleep, like, 
when I'm alone and she won't go to sleep in the house, I'm like, then we're getting in the stroller and we're going on a walk. Yeah, but it was snowing. Are you going to melt if you go around the... Like, it literally takes going around the block. And then she's out. I just felt like that would be, like, so much gear to put on just to come back five minutes later. No, it's not, because you just put a bunch of blankets on her and then you take them off when you get in the house. I mean, you could have asked me. I um, have a system. <clears throat> I was the one that initiated the nap walks, okay? Yeah, well, why did you phone it in today? Because it's... Because I wanted bedtime to be easy, and it was. Yeah, well, I was in there for, like, a minute. It's a trade-off. That's the thing. Like... I'm not willing to not have her nap when I'm with her during the day because it's too hard. I that like if both of us are here, it's one thing, right? Because then you can just. Well, that was part of it too. I was like, I'm here. I'll deal with whatever it is that. But that's still. I think that's just not fair to her, or Silas, obviously, because he becomes a target. But it's not fair to her to like make her suffer because you don't want to deal with how long it takes with her at bedtime. Well, she would just go to sleep okay, like a well, normal child. Yeah, well, you know, we've talked about this. You need to... I really think, and we have talked about this, that you need to work on putting her down and leaving the room. I've been doing that. Did that happen tonight? I didn't need to because she fell asleep, mm. like, instantly, and I just laid in there because I was tired. All right. And I just wanted to stare at my phone and zone out. Yeah. But I've been leaving. Okay. It's hard because I don't know what happens because I'm in the Silas who's going through like a leap and crazy babyness right now. So, no, I've been consistently leaving since we decided to do that. Okay, good. Good, good. That's good. <laughs> I don't know how you don't know that. I just said because I'm in with Silas and he's taking longer, so you're usually out by the time I get out, and I don't know that. Hmm. I mean, I know you've done it sometimes, I just didn't know it was always. Anyways. <sighs> Yeah. Um, so that's the general update, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what else to say at this point. I think... Oh, I have... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Lots of people have messaged us and been like, um, are you guys still alive? Are you going to record again? Hello? Yeah, so hopefully all of our listeners will come back. We're going to... I know we say this every time. We're really going to try and be more consistent because it's actually good for us too because it's like forcing us to have conversations. (laughs) Also, we had a like stalemate for a while where Jackie was like, we can't record in the evenings. We have to record during nap. And I was like, we can't record during nap. We need to record in the evenings. And then it just, neither of us were willing to concede. Because I was like a dead zombie by the end of the night. And that's, you would end up with the most boring podcast on the planet if that's what you were doing. I don't know if this was super exciting <laughs> while I'm folding laundry. But, uh, yeah. But now that I've shown you, we can do it in the evening. You've shown me. Oh, I've shown you the light. Then we can do it, right? Yeah. I mean, this is a shorty. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a shorty. Um, we also started an Instagram. Instagram.com slash podcast. I think it is. Um, post pictures on there every now and then <laughs> just to keep you guys updated on our lives. I thought that that would like help me bridge the gap uh, and to like tide you over while we weren't recording as often. Wait, have you been posting like since we haven't been recording? Yeah, I think the last one I posted was at uh, Halloween though. I didn't even know that. See, we don't talk. <laughs> we like are like ships in the night. Mm-hmm. 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 
So we miss you guys. Yeah, and we miss ourselves mm-hmm. also. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Thanks for being loyal. And you didn't, if you didn't delete us from your feed and you were thinking about it and it kept popping up being like, are you sure you want to stay subscribed to this? Because these butt crusts don't know how to record a podcast. Just delete it and forget about them. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> yeah, what she said. Mm-hmm. Anyway, bye. Let's just not do the podcast at all. <laughs> Your baby mama's podcast. Thanks for listening to the Baby Mamas podcast. Make sure to like them on Facebook and give them a great review on iTunes. Have a good day.